Thanks for listening to Mooney Birth Stories. This episode features Janelle from Humboldt, Saskatchewan, who shares her two pregnancy and birth stories. Um, Unfortunately, before getting pregnant with her first baby, she did suffer a miscarriage. Um, Then she went on to get pregnant with her first and have an unmedicated hospital birth, followed by another unmedicated hospital birth for her second. Hi, Janelle. Hi. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I actually sat in my basement on isolation with COVID at 37 weeks, pregnant with my second baby. And I listened to a bunch of your podcasts to help prep myself for labor if I maybe would go in with COVID. And well, thankfully, I did not. Aww. So, But I was very happy to listen to all your podcasts. <laughs> Awesome. And hear everybody's different COVID birth stories and all that. So, yeah, for sure. Um, why don't you start by introducing yourself to the listeners? I am 30 years old and I live in Humboldt, Saskatchewan with my husband, Andrew. We've been married for almost four years and we have two children. Awesome. You can start by sharing the road to getting pregnant with your first. Perfect. Well, our first child, we... Actually, we had a miscarriage at 11 weeks in July of 2019, and I had a dating ultrasound at six weeks, and there was they found the heartbeat, and my due date was supposed to be February 7th, 2020, and then, yeah, end of July, I started getting a little crampy and had some little brown discharge and just something didn't feel quite right. So I went to emergency in Humboldt Hospital and I didn't find, I was there forever and never found anything out. And then later that night, just walking around my house, I felt a gush and immediately there was quite a bit of blood in my underwear. And then we went to back to emerge and we were in the waiting room and I was like, I need to go to the bathroom I felt the sudden need to go and then went in the waiting room bathroom and and I was like oh gosh I bet that was it and then just more blood and it still didn't get in and then we finally got in and took forever to get ultrasounds to confirm that it was yes a miscarriage and then I had to stay overnight there in the hospital just to make watch my bleeding and then I got to leave the next morning and then, oh, and then we went to Saskatoon to confirm mm-hmm. at an ultrasound clinic that it was all really all gone and everything. And yes. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, I'm that so was sorry. pretty shocking. Yeah. Yeah. We were pretty, it, it never sunk into me that I was pregnant because I never felt sick or never had any symptoms. So I, something must have happened after that six week ultrasound that, because I remember just being like, I feel totally normal. I feel myself. I don't feel anything. So Mm -hmm. I just kind of had a hard time grasping that I was pregnant. So it was almost a little easier to, I was not an easy, was not the right word, but it didn't, I never felt pregnant. So I Mm -hmm. was kind of a weird stage, Yeah. but, and then, so things were pretty normal after that. And then we tried to conceive three months after in October and we got lucky to conceive our first birth child, Theo in October. So we were pretty happy to have that. And then we were actually in Hawaii when I was 20 weeks pregnant and we found a rainbow in the sky and took a picture and it was February 7th, which was supposed to be our due date with the first baby. So we took a 
cute little picture of our rainbow baby with our rainbow on its due date. <laughs> That's really sweet. Um, how how did your pregnancy end up going? Really good. I loved being pregnant. I felt the best. I feel the best that I've ever felt being pregnant. It felt empowering. I just felt, I don't know, beautiful, more beautiful. I guess my skin was always so nice and I just loved my big belly. And yeah, I just, I wasn't very sick at all. I was, yeah, it was very, very good. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's lovely. And how are you feeling about yes. <laughs> birth? Did you have any plans for your birth? I felt going in, I wasn't very scared. I, I was more scared of having a C-section. I just, I don't, I just the fear of being cut open and all that. And so, but I'm like, I know women are meant to do this. I just had that, kept thinking it in my head. And I felt, I was like, I can do this. And I felt very empowered just mentally going into it. And we did a birth class. And then my sister-in-law is actually a chiropractor. And now she studied to be a doula. So she was doing her birthing class, kept encouraging me that you can do this. You can, you don't need to, because I really didn't want pain medication either. I wanted to try and do it naturally. Since my mother had told me that she had an epidural with me and she didn't with my sister and she preferred without because mm. she could actually feel everything. So that really also helped me in my decision to want to not do it with my pain medication. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I felt very empowered going into it. And how how did labor end up starting for you? So it was my due date with him was supposed to be June 25th. And then, and things were still going perfect, no signs of anything going to happen. And then May 31st, I guess that early, midnight of starting of May 31st, I had to go to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom and I all of a sudden felt this gush. I was like, um, is this my water breaking? I went back to bed because it didn't continue and then called 811 seeing if I'm like, well, should I go get checked out? They said, yeah, you probably should. So then as soon as I stood back out of bed, it just kept coming. I was like, oh, yes, my water is breaking. <laughs> and so we went to the hospital in Humboldt to get checked to see how far along I was. And they told me, yep, you're in labor. You're one centimeter dilated. That was your amniotic fluid. And so you're you're pretty slow right now. So you can go back home and pack some things and then head to Saskatoon. And so then we left for Saskatoon about 1.30 in the morning. And we got checked around what, so we got there about 3 a.m. in Saskatoon and got all the COVID questions. And since I didn't have my paperwork, since I was, I was 37 weeks, no, 36 weeks and three days. So it wasn't quite 37 weeks. And so I didn't have all my paperwork. So they had to ask me a ton of questions at the front desk. And then we finally got into triage and then I was four centimeters dilated. And then they finally got me to a room. Then I had to be hooked up to all the monitors, which I really didn't like because I wanted to try to birth in the shower or like labor in the shower. And I couldn't do that. So I just got to bounce on the ball. And my husband really helped with the contractions, like pushing on my hips for counter pressure. And that was I had bruises on my hips the next day from how hard he had to push. <laughs> and but then they let me they were nurses were great. They let me switch up positions. So I went on the bed after and my hands and knees and rocked back and forth to help get baby in position for birth. And then they told me I was fully dilated and fully effaced and I was ready to turn around and push out the baby. 
And while I was on my hands and knees, my husband was whispering to me, oh, they're prepping the room. Baby's going to be here soon. So that was just all those kind of things were just helping me motivate myself to like, okay, it's coming so soon. I can can do it. I can breathe through it. And then, yeah, we turned around and started pushing. And I think they said it was only 15 minutes of pushing and then he was here. (laughs) Wow. That's quick. Yes, it was very quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and how did you feel right after? I felt great. Like I was like, Oh, I, I, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> <me>. nice. Anyway. <laughs> um, and what were the initial, you know, a few hours and, and couple days like after you gave birth? It was good right away. We were actually a little, my husband was scared. He came up pitch white and the cord was wrapped twice around his neck, but then they were unwrapped and they said it wasn't tight. And then he, they put him on my chest and he was super great. And then, but then they're all freaked out because, oh, he's a preemie. He's a preemie. I'm like, but he's only four days away from being full term. Mm -hmm. So, and they all said like, he's looks, everything's perfectly healthy. He's good. But so it was actually kind of nice because we got extra attention for him being preemie. So they all came and tried to work on his suck and taught us how to use a bottle if we needed in case we had to supplement and all that. But we never ended up needing that he latched great and he ate great and yeah so he was a pretty easy baby but we were honestly stunned still for I feel like I was stunned for two weeks because I'm like I was not mentally ready for a baby yet like I still had another month to go yeah they're like oh okay baby can come anytime but all of a sudden boom he decided to come into our lives (laughs) wow uh and how was postpartum for you very good yeah we I don't know I felt Still kind of just as good as I did pregnant. I don't know if it was still all the oxytocin and all that just coursing through my body. But I, yeah, it was very good for me. I didn't have any issues or anything. Great. Uh, And so how long after having your first was it time for your second? We started, if it was up to my husband, we would have cut pregnant in December. But that was too soon for me. (laughs) And then so we got pregnant with our daughter yeah, May 2021. And yeah, that happened pretty quick. We didn't expect, well, we were hoping, but I didn't expect it to happen that fast. Mm-hmm. So when our little boy was turning one, I was already three weeks pregnant. So yeah, that would be yeah, 11 months postpartum yeah. that we got pregnant with her. <laughs> and did you have another good pregnancy? And that was, yeah. Yes, I was more sick with her, which made me feel like it was a girl because my with Theo, it was totally, I felt totally normal but then with her yeah I was a little more sick and I actually lost a bit of weight in the beginning but then after about after 22 weeks then I started feeling back to normal again Mm -hmm. but otherwise then yeah it was another easy one (laughs) and so were you planning for an unmedicated hospital birth again yes yeah yeah so if that pregnancy was pretty smooth and and easy again then why don't you tell us what happened at the end of pregnancy and how labor started for this one so labor started at 39 weeks with her. That morning I got up to go to the bathroom and I felt a little, boop, not a gush like my water was breaking, but like something definitely fell out. Yeah. And so I was pretty positive it was my mucus plug. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, baby could come today. Baby could come in two weeks. I guess we'll just wait and see how the day goes. And then an hour later, I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little crampy. So I'm thinking it's starting now. Mm-hmm. And so I had to call my mother-in-law in to be like, give her a heads up, come watch our little guy. And then call my husband and say, oh, try to get as much stuff done as you can in this little bit because it's definitely starting. 
And then another half hour goes by. I'm like, okay, everybody needs to come home now because it's starting to get a little more intense. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go to Saskatoon again. So it's an hour drive from Humboldt to Saskatoon. And we left Humboldt at 1030. And then my contractions were getting, were already about three minutes apart and lasting for close to a minute. And we get stuck behind a cop on the highway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, we need to go faster. (laughs) (laughs) And then we pulled into Saskatoon and I started puking and I was like oh hurry up hurry up yeah and luckily for this birth we had Brie Coop with Driftwood Photography mm-hmm. and so I was texting her and keeping her up to date and so she got a wheelchair ready for me and everything which was really great and so yeah we got to Saskatoon at about eleven forty. got all checked in and into our room at about 12 and then started I got to do the labor that I wanted with my first because I didn't need to be hooked up to all the monitors so I started on the ball with my husband pushing on my hips for the contractions and in my mind I just kept thinking oh this is one hard minute but I have such a nice break in between my contractions that's so relaxing I'm like I can just get through this five minutes and then I hit another one and I'll just breathe through it and have another five minutes of a break Mm -hmm. and that's how I mentally just pushed myself through each contraction and I just kept telling myself it's only another one it's only another one and then I tried in the shower but I didn't really care for it as much as I thought I would I think because my only had a stand-up shower if I would have had a bath I think I would have liked to try the bathtub Mm -hmm. but the shower didn't really do much for me I just kept saying I'm so uncomfortable and then Brie kept telling me you're in her just you're not going to get any more comfort you're you're getting too far along that you're it's just going to be uncomfortable I'm like okay (laughs) and then I said oh I'd like to try the um peanut ball so then we laid on the bed with the peanut ball and I probably had that on for one minute and I said okay out this is not working this is very very uncomfortable (laughs) and then I think they checked and I went from seven centimeters to nine centimeters in like that two minutes so I think that really opened everything up and (laughs) Then they told they they checked and I'm nine centimeters, but with a lip. So they said, don't push if you feel the need to push. I said, okay. And yeah, one the next, of course, the next contraction, I felt like I needed to push. So I had to hold it with all my might. And then I could hear a girl screaming across the hall. And they're like, oh yeah, your doctor's with her right now. And you're next. I'm like, oh no, what if this girl still labors for an hour? Because I don't have that long. Mm-hmm. And and then Bree just reassured me all the time that, oh, you're safe. You've got a birth team here that'll help you. Your baby will come in safe. And I said, I, I don't care who's in the room because I'm this baby's coming anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter who catches it. And then, I don't know, it all seemed to go so fast at that point. I like to have the bed angled up. So I leaned over the edge of the top of the bed and I was on my knees. And that's how I found the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor showed up and they said, okay, yep, time to push. And then I think it was eight pushes and she was born at 109 and we were in our room at 12. Wow. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. It was only an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Another. And then so she was born so fast that she was stunned when she came out. So she was purple, purple and not breathing. So they were rubbing her, rubbing her, trying to get her to wake up. And then they took her over to the warmer and then she cried right away. And they just had to give her a little help with the CPAP and then she was fine. Oh, good. Um, yeah. And what, what were the first few hours like at the hospital with her? This time with my placenta coming out, we're waiting and waiting. I think it maybe took another hour for it to come out. It was kind of stuck and the doctor just had to give it a little help with kind of 
pulling it out. But then after that, everything was good. She latched good. And it's, I honestly like being in the hospital with COVID. You don't have to worry about all of your family trying to come in. You just get to mm-hmm. soak up every moment with just you and your baby and Brie capturing all the moments of us snuggling her. And yeah. so, oh. yeah, it's, it was really good. Sounds wonderful. Um, it was. <laughs> and so now she is around three months old. And how has this postpartum been for you? Again, very good. I mean, like, I think she was a week or two old and we were going on walks downtown with my little guy and just had her on the wrap and mm-hmm. just going and doing all kinds of stuff and just kept back to normal life. And it was, yeah. she's just adjusted very nicely. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you kind of already mentioned it, but if you think back to your first pregnancy, what would you say your biggest fear about birth was? Um... I think just being, honestly, I think the fear of a C-section was just so scary mm-hmm. to me. I don't know. So, so having a fear that something out of my control would go wrong. Yeah. Because I felt so in control. And, but if something out of my control would happen, that I would feel totally lost sure. and lose control, mm-hmm. which I didn't like. And what were you most excited about in regards to birth? Um, I think realizing that my body could do it and that I was strong enough to do it myself and the excitement of obviously meeting our baby (laughs) yeah for sure and what is one piece of advice that you would give a first-time parent headed toward birth I would say definitely get your mindset in the belief that you can do it we everyone is definitely capable to do it and if that's not what you choose to do then that's totally fine Mm -hmm. but I definitely think you should definitely get in the mindset and find someone who encourages you that you can do it yeah because that also is huge and tell them exactly what you want because i know just from the birth photos that i've posted people didn't know that they could give birth leaning over the bed on their knees and everyone keeps saying wow that's so great to know i didn't know i could do that it Mm -hmm. makes me feel so empowered that to know i can do it however i want so i'd like to share that because So many people didn't know. (laughs) Uh, And then lastly, what did you think was going to be the most difficult part of the postpartum period and what actually turned out to be the most difficult? Um, hmm. I think not getting much sleep was probably the most hard part that we were struggled with. And that was because if I don't get enough sleep, I'm not a very nice person. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then it actually ended up being too bad. And... So that was very surprising. And I don't know, I feel bad that I had such a good experience because some people are like, oh, you shouldn't tell people that because that makes it give people false hope. But I'm like, but it can be good. Yeah. So I, don't, oh. I want to share with the people who are scared to help show them it can be nice, a good experience. Definitely. I yeah, I would feel the opposite of anyone that's telling you that, that you should yeah. <laughs> share the positive story and give them, you know, the real information and the real hope and good to go into it positively for sure. Mm -hmm. I hear your little baby squeaking in the background. So um, I'll let you uh, uh, finish up here, but thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It was great to hear your stories. Yes. Thank you very much for having me and hearing my story. (laughs) 